Yes, uh, it's a good day. Uh, you feel free, and uh, you, we can smell spring. And this sun, coming Sunday is uh, summertime already, but it doesn't look like it's a summertime. Spring, huh? Time change, time change, summertime. Yeah, this Sunday, huh? Huh? Daylight savings, okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and your summer is coming. <laughs> That's what's important, right? <clears throat> Freedom is very important for our meaningful existence. And that's why freedom is very, very precious. It is something that we should hold on to. We should never let go. We should never take it for granted. This freedom is something very precious. And every single person has a right to live with freedom. When we look at our human history, we can say that it is a history of struggling for finding that freedom. People who are oppressed by those who have power and privilege, they had to fight for their freedom. For that freedom, people died, People shed their blood and people sacrificed their lives. The freedom did not come easily. When you look at the book of Exodus, it is a story about Israelites finding freedom from the bondage of Egypt. And then as you read the story, you realize it's not very easy to 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 go through that journey of freedom and to ultimately find the freedom. Last Friday was March 1st. It is 100th anniversary of Korean independence movement. For Koreans, March 1st was a very, very important date. 1919, March 1st, Koreans were occupied by Japanese. And a lot of people came out on the street protesting that no one country has a right to invade and exploit other country because they have more power. They believe that. So they cried out for freedom, risking their lives. They all came out on the street and cried out for freedom. Because they believe that doing that is protest against people who take others' basic human rights. 30 people, 33 people signed the Declaration of Independence. Out of 33 people, 16 people 
were Christians. And out of those 16, one elder is great-grandfather of one of our congregation members in KSM. And also that was what my father did in the latter part of the Japanese occupation. During his study of law in Tokyo, he came over to Korea during the summer and he went to the village and educated the village people how important this basic human right is, was. And ultimately, he went to China and fought against Japanese regime and declared the independence of Koreans and he was arrested and he was taken to the uh, prison in southern part of Korea and he got two years and six months of sentence of imprisonment and he was freed when Second World War was over. That is the cost in achieving the freedom. During the March 1st protest, 7,500 7, people were killed and 47,000 people were arrested. Jesus also came to give us the freedom. Jesus saw the condition of the people who were in deep bondage. He came to free us from that bondage. And that wasn't easy either. And there was cost. Jesus gave his life for the freedom he fought for. St. Paul said today, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Wherever Jesus is, wherever the Spirit of Jesus is, there is freedom. And Paul experienced that freedom in Christ. When he was in Judaism, he didn't experience. Even though he did a lot of religious things, he didn't experience that freedom. But when he met Christ, when he found Christ, he found that freedom in Christ. Where there is freedom, there is no fear. That's what freedom does. Freedom is almost like freedom from fear. So wherever there is a freedom, there is no fear. St. Paul talked about the veil today. He said many people still had that veil covering up their minds. And I was wondering what that veil was. When Moses went to get the first Ten Commandments, he took long time. So a lot of people were impatient and they were scared without that leader. So they coerced, coerced Aaron to make a golden calf for them. 
And Aaron was scared of people because they were so strong. So he made that golden calf for them. The people were scared of their vulnerable situations. So everybody was scared. Everybody was filled with fear. Aaron and also Israelites, everyone. So they built golden calf, hoping that this golden calf gives us some security. So they were dancing around the golden calf. As Moses was coming down, he saw them dancing around the golden calf. And he threw his tablets, Ten Commandments, and broke them. And second time, he went up to get the Ten Commandments. As he was walking down and called out people to read the Ten Commandments, his face was filled with glory because he met God. And the people were scared of that light because they had sin of building up the golden calf. So Moses covered his face for the sake of the people so that they could come and listen to what Moses had to say. The veil indicated the fear of the people. He put the veil because people were scared. But Paul is saying that that veil, same veil, is still on their minds. They were still filled with that fear. This is what he said. To this very day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their minds. Paul saw that they still lived in fear. And then Paul declares, now that veil is removed in Christ. This is what he said. When one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Jesus removed that veil by forgiving them. He took away that fear from people. When you are in Christ, you have no more fear. Because they, that fear is taken away and removed by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul articulated this in different way in Romans. He said, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you do not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. That's what slavery does. You don't have a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption when we cry, Abba, Father. So many people still live with fear. Fear 
makes people timid. Fear paralyzes them. Fear takes away freedom from us. Fear is like veil covering our minds. We don't need to live anymore with fear. We don't worship God and all the good things because we are scared. If I don't do it, God will punish me. We don't do that because of fear. We do that because we experience God's love, God's grace, God's abundant blessing. That's why we do good things. That's why we worship God. Totally different motive of worshiping God. This is what John said. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not reached the perfection in love. Because God removed the fear from us. We can now experience the true freedom. Not because weather is good. But because Christ removed that fear from us. Now we have freedom. Freedom is the power. The power to live your life with courage and boldness. Freedom gives you tremendous empowerment. Don't let life challenges intimidate you. You are God's beloved children. You are in God's strong hands. Be free from your worries and anxieties. Seek the truth and that truth will set you free. That is a message Jesus came to proclaim and that is a message Paul is proclaiming to us today. Listen to the word of God. Be free in Christ and live out for justice. Fearlessly, boldly, courageously. Let us sing together.